Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right Extra. Yes, an extra edition of the program, giving you extra news, extra analysis, and extra insight that we didn't quite get to in an earlier show. But uh, we've got plenty of news going on. And uh, again, if you want to get a hold of us, just send us an email in black and right at gmail.com or check out our website at inblackandright.net. Well, my friends, it certainly has been an extra busy day. I uh, wanted to get into some things that I didn't get into on today's earlier podcast, but some de- breaking news has developed throughout the day. Now, we have, of course, it's primary day, and I believe we've got five states. Uh, yeah, five states and a couple of runoffs. Uh, there, we have primaries today, and there are some important ones uh, in New York, Oklahoma, Colorado, Illinois, and Utah. Plus, there are a couple of runoffs going on in Mississippi and South Carolina. And yes, throughout the night, I'll be checking uh, in, probably doing a either a Facebook or Instagram Live, uh, get you some of the results as I as they become available but also my friends uh, big news today Ghislaine Maxwell the gal pal inter- jet setting international socialite and former business associate of the late Jeffrey Epstein was sentenced today for it to 20 years in prison now back in December late December December the 29th I believe Ms. Ms. Wax, Ms. Maxwell was convicted on five of six sex trafficking charges in federal court. And apparently, a couple of days ago, she, there were reports that she was going to be put on suicide watch. And I thought, uh-oh, are we going to have another victim of Clinton's side? Well, apparently she seems to have survived long enough to be sentenced uh, to 20 years. So this is pretty interesting considering we've got all this stuff going on about grooming. uh, Grooming in public schools and all the grooming that they want to do at Disney. Putting in all this gender ideology crap in their programming. And it's falling flat on its face the movie Lightyear which reportedly had a same-sex kiss uh, it flopped horribly I mean it took what some hundred million dollars to make the darn thing and it barely got over 50 million and it's not doing well Uh, there are other Disney projects that aren't looking to be doing all that well either so yeah so that's pretty messed up but Ghislaine Maxwell has been sentenced to 20 years kind of going back to today's primaries now certainly the one of the biggest if not the biggest is in New York State 
where you have four Republicans vying for the nomination, uh, including Representative Lee Zeldin and Andrew Giuliani, the son of Rudy Giuliani, who is uh, fighting for the nomination. Now, this could be interesting uh, in New York State because essentially, uh, Kathy Hochul isn't really the incumbent per se. She got the job because her former boss, uh, Andrew Cuomo, uh, had to resign because of basically sexual impropriety and sexual harassment instead of what he really should have been uh, resigning over was his incredibly botched policy when it came to putting COVID-infected seniors in nursing homes, which led to the death of thousands. I mean, not just hundreds, thousands of elderly citizens. And I'm so glad that my my aunt, who I love dearly, she used to live in Manhattan. We got her out of there before COVID because she has health issues. And we got her out of New York. My family did. And so, yay, because she could have easily have been one of those folks who died uh, when COVID hit New York. And man, I didn't even want to get into that. Oh, mercy. But there is one story that I did, and I'm surprised I forgot to cover this. This is probably the story that really makes me happy and should really scare the living crud out of every Democrat out there. Or Democrat, whichever. I know some people get all, the, the religious folks just get all mean and just like, it's like oh whatever but interesting from yahoo news over 1 million voters switched to the republican party over the last year and i thought whoa wait a minute let me double check that well apparently it's in multi it's in multiple media outlets so this is not like fake news now I just want to read a little bit of this story because it's like, wow. I mean, this is like, oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, and, the, and in the story, the writer uses the term dire warning for the Democratic Party. I said, no kidding. But anyway, uh, just a couple of uh, stories, a couple of paragraphs in the story. And starting out here, the shift is most pronounced in the suburbs, where well-educated swing voters who turned against Trump and the Republicans apparently seem to be switching back. Now, the GOP is so stinking concerned about suburban women. And I'm okay, but right now, Here's a, the GOP has such a golden, I mean, or platinum opportunity. You have Hispanics who are ticked off. They are ticked off in droves, especially down in the Texas border towns. They are ticked off. I mean, Myra Flores, now there's a history maker. 
She just won a congressional district in Texas, the 34th congressional, a Democrat stronghold. They've had it for 150 years since Reconstruction. And here comes a woman, Hispanic, born in Mexico, come, came to the country legally with her family, became a citizen. Her husband is a Border Patrol agent, so she understands immigration big time, and she pulled off the Mac Daddy upset of the year and beat two Democrats to do it and got over 50% of the vote. So, there's, so there was no runoff. She won it clear, free and clear. And yet, we're, uh, but yet there's, the GOP is still stuck on suburban women when you even now have black Americans who are switching, they, they're not liking all of this stuff. They're not liking the rampant crime in inner cities, New York, Chicago, Baltimore, Los Angeles. They're, they're tired of it. They are absolutely tired of it. But at this level, this is pretty much something that has not been seen by many uh, party operatives and political pundits. The, and a little extra, a little further down in the story, though party switching is a relatively normal occurrence, it appears Democrats are losing their Trump era edge in the total number of party switchers nationwide. Associated Press reports, for example, more than 1 million people became Republicans over the last year, while just 630,000 became Democrats. Ouch! my friends, that, that's an ouch moment because that is just amazing. Republicans have an over 350,000 person edge. <coughs> Excuse me. And there were Democrats. Now, this doesn't help either as far as policy goes. It doesn't help. This does not help. I mean, people are not, well, at least most people I know, are not brain dead. They can see with their eyes what's going on in the country with rampant crime, inflation not stopping anytime soon, gas prices still up and down like a roller coaster in certain parts of the country. There isn't much good going on and people are figuring it out. I mean, it's a sad commentary when people, and especially seniors who are on fixed incomes, are having to decide between food and medicine or working class families, which are the target of the Democrats. Are they having to go put gas in their car so that they can get to work or food on the table for their families? This is twisted, folks. Now, if you're having to maybe skip a meal for health reasons or dietary reasons, you know, I mean, I could probably stand to do that myself. But when you do it because 
you can't afford food. You can't afford the basics. Then, folks, what we have here is a humongous mess. And since it is painfully obvious that Biden and his mental midget minions will not take any responsibility for this, trying to pull the Jedi mind trick of, oh, this is all Putin's fault. The gas is all Putin's fault. Food is all Putin's fault. I mean, my goodness, no, 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 no. I mean, unless, I mean, <laughs> to quote Star Wars, the Obi-Wan Kenobi, the force has a strong influence on the weak-minded. Now, if you're buying that, then, well, sorry. Yeah, you're not thinking this through, and you certainly are not exercising any critical thinking skills. But, you know, but yeah, this is one more harbinger, one more sign that the Democrat Party as a national institution is well on its way to being nuked. Just nuked. And the media, as much as they have tried to cover for Biden, as much as they've tried to continue to push their false narratives uh, with abortion, with the Second Amendment, with other things, well, uh, the economy still tops the whole thing. The economy. I mean, James Carville was right. It's the economy, stupid. And yes, and this economy, I mean, even though we are approaching the end of the second quarter of this year, that's on June 30th. And soon after that, probably after the 4th of July, we're going to get the second quarter numbers of how the economy has either grown or shrank. Or, sorry, shrunk. So, yeah, it's just a matter of time, really, when, when people's fears are going to get confirmed unless somehow the Bureau of Labor Statistics are going to try maybe some magic with the numbers. And it's like, oh, see, we're not in a recession. Uh, yeah, sorry. It's just, I'm just not buying it. And the American people aren't buying it either because they've been there. They've done that. They've been to the gas station. They've been to the grocery store. They've seen their utilities. They've seen their housing. Everything's up. And yet, energy costs, I mean, my goodness, if you're living in a place like Arizona that's got triple digits right now, because summers are hot in Arizona, take it from a guy who lived in Phoenix who went through a summer where at one point it got to 120 degrees. So yeah, if you have to use your AC, and I live in Florida now, and I've had to use my AC, your costs are going to go up. It's in that, it's, it, if it hasn't happened now, oh, believe me, it will, and sooner than you think. So yeah, let's get real here. And, and, and it makes me wonder, you know, I, I mean, I'm going to have a busy election night. I'm looking forward to it, actually. Um, I'm, well, of course, I'm certainly looking to see uh, Ron DeSantis get reelected as governor of Florida. And and other, you know, other things, too, to see how many seats that the Republicans pick up. So that's going to be interesting to watch. But, yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know really 
what's going to happen? I mean, I've seen people make all kinds of predictions, but November 8th will come soon enough. And yes, I'm looking forward to it. But for now, let's see what happens. Let's get through the summer if we possibly can. And just a little bit of a side note, just a little bit of related news from earlier today. And I and I spoke about the 40-plus illegal immigrants who were found dead in a, uh, in, a in an abandoned truck trailer, a semi-truck trailer. Well, apparently now it's up to 50 and could go even higher. So yes, apparently human trafficking is still doing pretty darn good as well as the drug trade and uh, sex trafficking and everything else that the cartels I mean they are laughing all the way to the bank and they're laughing at us because the United States government and the Biden administration has become the biggest partner for these drug and weapons cartels in Mexico and also the human smuggling so yeah they're making money hand over and fist and they will do whatever they can and they certainly sh don't want Trump back because he was bad for business oh very bad for business so who knows I mean I it's tragic enough as it stands when you see the risk of the of open border policies like that and you count the bodies and there's been some 700 people to little illegal immigrants who died trying to get here and and the cartels don't care so long as they're getting their money they'll do whatever they have to and they'll cut their losses but hey you know hey we we have to be so compassionate it's like no we don't have to be we have to have a border we have to have national sovereignty Yes, it's a humanitarian crisis of Biden's creation, but it's also a national security mess of Biden's creation because it's not just folks who are looking for a better life, looking for economic opportunity. I mean, I don't blame these folks. I, I really don't. But when you've got terrorists on our watch list, when you have dr drug smugglers, and everything else and kids being used as pawns for child uh, coming uh, unaccompanied minors that's the word I was looking for the phrase but anyway but yeah that just is another tragic example of why Biden and his mental minions which is led by Alejandro Mayuckas the Homeland Security Secretary. That's why that man needs to be impeached. And I sincerely hope that the that the Republicans, when they take over, have the guts to do it and actually get into some oversight and investigative work. Because this is just not cutting it at all. So, friends, for right now, I'm just going to say so long for now. Uh, I should be on later tonight as primary results are coming in from across the country. So this is going to be an interesting night. So 
take care for now. I'll see y'all tomorrow and do some post-primary analysis. Take care, God bless, and remember, patriots still come in all colors.